Running cross-country or track is not always about coming in first place. It's about bringing out the best of yourself. In this conversation with inspiring teacher and coach Andrew Breimeyer, founder of Denver Urban XC, you will hear how he combines his love of cross-country running and track and field with a drive to help young athletes break down participation barriers, cross the finish line, and bring out the best of themselves. On this episode of Making Our World Better. Welcome to the Making Our World Better podcast, where you will find motivation and encouragement through lively conversations with inspirational people who every day are making our world a better place. Now, here's your host, Jay Clark. Welcome to the podcast. I am Jay Clark, and it is a pleasure to have a conversation with Andrew Breimeyer, founder and director of Denver Urban XC, a nonprofit committed to making the sport of cross country and track and field more equitable and inclusive for kids from underserved communities in Colorado. Before moving to Colorado in 2017, Andrew earned his bachelor's degree from Augustana College in Rock Island, Illinois, where he majored in business management and English literature. While at Augustana, Andrew was a four-year varsity letter winner in cross country and track and field under Hall of Fame coach Paul Olson. Talk about him soon. While serving as cross country team captain his senior year. After graduating from Augustana in 2015, Andrew earned his Master of Education degree from the University of Notre Dame. You Notre Dame people are everywhere. (laughs) Through the university's Alliance for Catholic Education program. Through the program, Andrew completed his coursework for Notre Dame while teaching sixth grade language arts and social studies at Mary Immaculate Catholic School in Dallas, Texas, where he also took on his first coaching duties, coaching both cross country and track and field. After graduating from Notre Dame in 2017, Andrew moved to Denver, Colorado, and fell in love with teaching at Annunciation Catholic School, one of my favorite places, where he still teaches middle school English language arts. He has coached cross-country at Annunciation since 2017, where his idea for Denver Urban XC began to form. He also coached track and field at Bishop Bishop Matchbuff High School in 2020 and 2021 before officially founding Denver Urban XC in the summer of 2021. Andrew, welcome. Thanks so much for having me, Jay. It's awesome to see you here today. So how would you describe Denver Urban XC to somebody that doesn't know anything about it? Yeah, so basically our program, uh, the purpose is to get more kids from underserved communities, uh, particularly communities of color involved in the sport of cross country. Um, in America and in Denver and Colorado, it's, it's a sport that is overwhelmingly white. So basically about 30% of kids in Colorado are Latino in terms of like students at schools. Which that's a, that's a remarkable number. Yeah, like yeah, like a, th- a third of a our, third. our state are, are Latino kids. Right. And yet at um, when you look at like results for like the state meet, for instance, mm-hmm. less than 5% of the participants less were than Latino. Five. Yeah, and basically like the reasons for this are, you know, lack of opportunity, um, lack of representation in the sport. Like when kids don't see themselves in other people who are doing the sport, sure. they're less likely to do it. There's yeah a, a lot of times like the the powerhouse programs that you see are kind of in the suburbs and in, yep. in wealthier areas and um, and the kids in inner city schools tend to get forgotten a little more or like somebody takes on coaching out of the goodness of their heart right. without necessarily like knowing as much about like the sport or like right. training or having as much experience and so the goal of our program is just to basically provide every opportunity that the kids could need to be successful in the sport whether they just want 
want to participate and have fun or whether they want to like pursue it seriously and, and, um, and really have a lot of success in it. So, so yeah, that's the goal pretty much. So talk about barriers to entry. When you think of sports, you think of a sport like hockey where, oh my God, you've got to buy pads for every square inch of your body right. and skates right. and sticks and helmets and all that. Basketball, it's shoes, but the shoes are brutally expensive. I mean, tell me about barriers to entry in track and field and cross country. Yeah, I'd, I'd say one of them, like, yeah, money can be part of it. Like it's, like you said, it's not nearly as expensive as hockey, but um, but like running shoes cost, like a sure. good pair of running shoes costs 130 bucks. Um, and then if you want to be competitive in races, you need racing flats or spikes. That's another 70 to a hundred something bucks. Right. Um, usually, they, usually there's pay to play fees, right? You yep. have to pay for entry into yep meets or even just road races those cost money getting like high quality gear as well isn't always the cheapest yeah. right like you can run in almost anything but right. if you're running seriously like yeah. like it's not fun running in like in khaki <laughs> shorts right. you know like right. um so so yeah we try to we try to basically like provide for anything that our kids need if I, I just had a kid today be like, mister, I'm getting a lot of blisters on, on my runs. <laughs> so I bought a couple pairs of running socks and nice. hopefully that'll hopefully set them up, pick, for, them up for some, for some sec for, for some success. And, uh, um, well, this has got to be an interesting deal too, that I want you to talk about a little bit is enunciation. I don't know if I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the term inner city, but it's, yeah. it's an urban environment. Yep. How on earth do you train? for cross country running and long distance running in such an urban environment? Yeah, um, that's a great question. So my first few years at Annunciation, well actually from the start at Annunciation, we're very fortunate because we're an urban school that has a bus and like having a bus like makes all the difference in the world Changes in terms everything. of like being able right. to get somewhere. Um, and, and we're really lucky in that we're about 10 minutes from city park. So, oh, there um, you go. yeah, so we've been trying to go to city park a fair amount, but, but there were times like, um, during COVID for instance, like we, we couldn't take the bus cause you had to social distance and, right. and things like that. So we were running at Curtis park, which is like a, a nice little park, but it's not like, it's not the reservoir up in right. Boulder, you know, it's, <laughs> right. it's like, it's no professional training environment. So that's but, another challenge. Yeah, it is. And kids that you're trying to reach with Denver urban xc that's another challenge yeah that you have to overcome absolutely yep okay so tell me where does this come from this desire to start denver urban xc i mean we all have a love of the game i love sports doesn't mean i'm gonna go start a nonprofit, right so tell me where this comes from for yeah, you yeah i mean i think like I, I i do love cross country and running i i grew up doing it i right. i ran in high school and college and was extremely fortunate like in both high school and college, I had Hall of Fame coaches, um, which just makes all the difference in the world in terms of you falling in love with the sport. Um, but yeah, when I moved to Denver, I basically like I was applying to schools that were kind of like like I, I was applying to be a teacher and to coach. And okay. I was looking at schools that had successful programs and like all those schools were like, you know, Douglas County or like up right. near Boulder and like, and I just wasn't getting any bites early um, and, and nothing was working out. And um, then like Annunciation came along and like they called me and um, my sister was good friends with the assistant principal, Robbie Bernard in there. Yep. I, I ended up at Annunciation just through God sure. at, basically. and. Uh, and I completely fell in love with the place. And it, it didn't take me long to realize that like, 
my passion for those kids was even stronger than my passion for the sport. And it just made me want to like do right by them and like not just like have a team where like, yeah, like we can like have a cross country team and then get like (laughs) the crap kicked out of us. Like I, I like, I wanted to help these kids be successful and like do their best. And, and it is a sport that like, if you've got the right coach and if you've got like a few of the right, um, if you've got some decent gear and, and you're able to stay healthy and you have the right support, like you can go a really long way in that sport. Um, you know, we've all seen McFarland yeah. USA and that's, that's yeah. a great example, but I think that yep. goes, this is an interesting question that I want to ask is, you know, you think of cross country and it's, you know, they blow the gun, get to the end as far as you can, but there's so much more to the sport than meets the eye. Oh yeah. So what would, how would you explain that oh, to man, gosh. somebody like me? Yeah. Like so there's the training and yeah. And the strategy of the races right. and everything. Yeah. I, all I of think, that. oh yeah, there's, um, training's a huge part of it. Like I, uh, one of my, uh, coaching heroes is a guy named Jay Johnson who is up in Boulder and he does like a lot of coaching, um, basically like does a lot of, uh, advice giving to coaches and, and things like that. And coaches, coaches. Yep, exactly. And he, uh, he has a book called consistency is key and just, um, just consistency in your training is so important, but also like knowing when to push, knowing when not to push, like having, like there are all sorts of terms like threshold runs and long runs and, you know, aerobic, anaerobic, like those are all things that you learn. And it's really a science at the end of the day. And this is where coaching comes into play. Yeah. Because for a knucklehead like me, it'd be like, okay, you you say go and you run as fast as you can for as far as you can to right. the finish line. Well, that's not, yeah. Yeah. And more that's and more not it at all. coming out about it all the time in terms of, of how to coach successfully. And then I, the mental aspect of coaching is so huge. Yeah, I think for that pushing through walls yeah. and all that stuff. And, 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 and especially for kids who've like overcome a lot of trauma in some cases. Um, and so I, I just read a book called do hard things by Steve Magnus, which talks a lot about like the science of perseverance and, uh, and of toughness and yeah. how we get it wrong with just saying like, Oh, power through it and <laughs> right. blah, blah, blah. Right. But, um, Yeah. I don't know. It's just, um, there's lots of those little things that go into it. Yeah. Strategy with racing, just, yeah. And just like having somebody who's consistently there to like be there. Like, I think that's one of the biggest things is like, I was super lucky growing up in that our coaches would like, they'd be there Monday through Friday for us, like pretty much year round. And then like on Saturdays as well, like we'd, we'd have practice, they'd buy us bagels and there's a lot of power in showing up. Um, and just having kids who are willing to commit to that is so huge. And, and, but having a coach who's willing to commit to that. Well, it's gotta be, and again, kind of trying to figure out where this comes from for you being around great coaches Mm -hmm. and, you know, wanting to be a teacher and a coach that comes from somewhere, but it's probably being around great coaches. So talk a little bit about some of the things you've taken from some of these great coaches that you've had. Yeah. Oh man. So I, I had, um, so my coach in high school was Jim Bouton and he was, um, a legendary coach who had been coaching in Iowa for like 30 something years at this point. He had a streak of like six years in the nineties where he coached the individual state champion. Um, and these guys were like running like at national meets, like they went on to run division one and like have a ton of success. And, and I just lucked into 
going to school there. Like it was just the local public school that I went to. And he like was just meticulous about details. That was one thing I remember, but he never let that get in the way of like caring about us. Um, And I think that was something that I really drew from him of like details matter, but people matter more. Um, And like, and then that was just, um, I also had another coach, Gary Whitman in high school, who was very good at, at paying attention to all those little details and all the physiology of running. I really learned from, from coach Whitman and from coach Bowton. And then, um, in college I had, uh, Paul Olson, uh, was my years coach. He coached? Yeah. He coached for 50 years at Augustana college, uh, countless all Americans, all while being a tenured English professor, um, oh, teaching black literature at wow. a small school in Illinois. Um, and he was just like, just in terms of like it being inspirational, he was like one of the most inspirational people you could ever meet. He would, he would take a poem and recite it from memory before a wow. practice. And like, you're just like, God, <laughs> like what? running does wow. mean like so much more. And like, <laughs> And like, I can't translate that to some of my middle schoolers that I, right. I coach as much right. yet. They're not ready for it yet. But uh, he was just, yeah, he cared so much about the human element of running. Um, and I'm wearing one of ah, nice. our it's shirts that- See the Augustana yep, shirt, nice yep. work. And uh, the big, uh, on the back, it says, uh, the journey is the goal. Nice. And um, that was kind of one of his big axioms for our team. Fantastic. The journey is the goal. And if you- uh, and if every day you go out and you try to celebrate life, the times, the heights, and the distances will all take care of themselves. That's so, awesome. Well, yeah. and I, I joke about Notre Dame, yep. uh, but you only kid those you love, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is that where kind of this service and give back mentality or mindset comes into play? I've talked to you know a lot of Notre Dame people, and it's almost like that's part of part ingrained in you from being a Notre Dame person yeah. is, is this, this, I've got to give back. I've got to serve. Right. Yeah. Notre Dame just seemed like a really perfect fit for me after like Augie. Cause Augie was so much about like just the human element and of like, like Ols was like, um, the prime example of a, of a like service oriented leader. Um, just, he gave 50 years of his life to, uh, yeah. to, our team, you know, he could have retired a long time before I had him and he didn't, you know, he stuck around and just like wanting to be so it's like, inspiring, right? yeah, it's like, it is. I would love to be that guy. Someday. Yeah. And like coach Bowden was the same way in high school. He, uh, he sadly passed away my junior year of high school. And like, I just knew after that, that I really wanted to be a teacher potentially someday and, and be a coach. And yeah, the ACE program just seemed like a perfect fit. My sister did it uh, a couple years before me. So nice. I kind of had like a feel for what it was all about. Um, my mom was a teacher, um, and, and she just dedicated her life to her kids all the time. And yeah, it just, so it's in the blood. Yeah, I think it is, you know, and like, I've always found like, like I'm Catholic and I've always found God through service more than anything. That's true. Um, Agreed and, with you. um, yeah, so ACE just seemed like the perfect fit for me. And, uh, and it was, yeah, it really helped me grow a lot as a teacher and as a person as well. Let's go back to Denver Urban XC a little bit. And yep. can you tell me any stories that really stand out that you've seen of positive outcomes from kids you've been working with? Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, we've got like, there, there's all sorts of stories. So, so we've got like the success stories in terms of like, 
a, a kid who, um, we've got a kid who's going into her senior year at Bishop Matchbuff High School, and she's a four-time state qualifier at this point. Nice. Um, she um, She's looking to potentially run in college if that's something that she chooses to do. Um, and she's just had a, a lot of success in the sport, and and that was, you know, kind of a direct result of our program and what we were able to provide. So like, is your program like an off-season training Yeah, so program? it's so it's off-season, and then for any kids who need, like, supplemental training during the year like if they're okay. if their teams don't really have like a very organized gotcha. structure or anything like that we also provide okay. that coaching during the school year as well Great. for them um and so yeah she's had an outstanding career but um more than that we've had I, we had a kid a few years back who lost 40 pounds you know wow. running cross country like and that changes your life just as much you Seriously. know um and yeah we this year we're sending off um a few kids to high school uh, to run in high school, which is awesome. just like such a huge thing. I think we've got like five or six kids this year who Salute. are going to be starting running high school. And um, yeah, I think one of uh, one of my favorite stories that I always love telling people is um, pretty early on in my enunciation career. Um, we uh, we were running. We had just finished a meet at Mullen. Um, and I had two girls, uh, who placed in the top 10 and they were like super proud of themselves and, and they did an incredible job. And, um, they like, one of them came back to me and was like, mister, do you notice that we're like the only team here with all black hair? Wow. Um, yeah. And just like, that was like a moment of like, yep. And look at you, like you were still top 10. Like That's awesome. it doesn't matter like, like what color your skin is or, or, or what color your hair is like, you can be successful in this sport if you work hard. Um, and yeah, she's one of the girls who's going on to run in high school now. That's Just awesome. had her very first practice with East yesterday. And uh, Terrific. she's, yeah, she could crack the varsity this year, I think as a wow. freshman. So, um, yeah, just little stories like that. And, uh, yeah, it's just a ton of little moments with the kids, you know? It's so like, was there a moment for you when you were thinking about doing this? Was there a moment where it's like, I got to do something. I got to start what turns out to be Denver Urban. Yeah, man. I feel like there's been a few, like those moments where you have success with like where I had success, like with enunciation kids, it was like, man, like how can we like make this just bigger? You know, because enunciation is a small school. Um, and I just wanted to do more for other kids, um, around Denver who might not have like the support that our kids had at enunciation. Um, so that was a big part of it. And then also, um, there's a nonprofit in Denver called Denver City Lax, um, which is essentially what we're doing, but with lacrosse. lacrosse yeah. um, and they're 15 years into it at this point, and they've like got a well-oiled machine. And um, my roommate is a coach for City okay. Lax, and just like seeing the work that they do on a consistent basis, like they've got 250 to 300 kids involved at wow. this point every year, and. Um, it's just like remarkable the work that they've done. And like, anytime I went to a city lax game, I would be like, this is so cool. I need to do this for cross country. And like, I asked, I would ask our kids about it as well. And we've got one girl who, uh, is involved in city lax and urban XC. And, um, before I started urban XC, she would be like, yeah, mister, you should really, you should really start a program for cross country as well. And she like helped pick the name and everything. (laughs) I would like bounce the names off those girls. That's great. Yeah. So that was awesome. So what really excites you about the future of your program? Yeah. I, I feel like there's just so much room to grow for us. Um, like right now, like we've got, I think this summer we've had like 
25 different kids come this summer, not like always every day, but like whenever they can come, they come, which is great. And, um, but I I think there's so many more kids and so many more schools that we can reach. Um, so that really excites me. Um, another thing that excites me is just like our location, like Denver is like uniquely situated, I believe to be a really successful place for a program like this, because you drive 30 minutes north to Boulder and you're in one of like the running meccas of America yeah. essentially. And there's professionals who are there who I would love to get in contact with and like be able to get involved in what we're doing. Um, and like that, that's really powerful. If kids yeah. can like meet pros and like no have pros kind of like on their team in, in a sense. Um, I think that's a really exciting thing that we can look forward to in the future. Um, and yeah, I, I always say like when people ask kind of like, what's like the goal? Like, what's your vision? Right. Um, like I, I just imagine myself on like a Saturday in October, like scooting from a middle school meet to a, to like a high school meet. And then like looking up results of like a college meet and like being able to see Urban XC runners at every single one of them. Um, and we're getting there, like, which That's is awesome. really exciting. Um, but um, and then. Zoom- yeah. Where are we? We started when? Yeah, we started in 20... Well, officially we started in 2021. Um, and you've been doing this since you've But coaching. I've been doing this since, yeah, 2017 with our kids. Another, yep. Right. So, so yeah, we're starting to see, like, those first groups of middle schoolers that I coached are, like, seniors in high school now or, wow. or freshmen in college. And uh, Exciting. Yeah, so it's exciting to kind of see uh, just the growth of it. And, and I'm excited to really see it grow a lot more over That's the years. That's awesome. Now, completely off topic... One of my favorite things, I would visit Annunciation High School or Catholic school, and you guys did the coolest unit on Hamilton. Yes. Are you going to do that again? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so talk about that about just a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So basically we have uh, expedition. Um, we're, we're at EL school, so we do like uh, extended studies called expeditions. Um, and my eighth grade expedition with my kids is titled Who Lives, Who Dies, Who Tells Your Story. Um, and basically it starts, we, we start by watching the musical Hamilton and, um, we kind of study Hamilton's life as kind of like the, um, kind of like the consummate immigrant, like can do spirit of America type of story, which is all your students. Yeah. And, and yeah, pretty much all of our kids are the children or grandchildren of immigrants. Um, and basically from there we we kind of ask like is his story still possible in america like what what challenges do immigrants face in america um and so we we go into a deep study of that we study kind of the history of immigration of in america they also study the history of immigration in their social studies class while they're doing this as well and um and they they learn that it's it hasn't always been a just country for immigrants like the the creed of the statue of liberty isn't something we live up to all the time you know um and so basically like after kind of studying that like the the big part of expeditionary learning is kind of like the so what like okay so you learned all this stuff so now what are you going to do to actually make your world better and make your community better um so our kids um after reading humans of new york stories our kids uh decided to write humans of enunciation stories um, which are essentially like life stories of people in our community and oftentimes their parents or grandparents um, who immigrated to america and the, the whole idea is like um, people's legacies only get kept alive if their stories are told. Right. And so many people 
um, who are immigrants don't have their story told or they're, they're cast I'm down as, down, yeah, right. right. They're, they're seen as, as, um, just like total, like, um, wastes in our society or like people who are just like mooching off the system. And like the, the idea of the expedition is to just completely like turn that on its head and be like, no, these are incredible people who are doing so much to contribute to their communities and who have overcome insane things in order to just like have a good life here for their family. Um, and so the stories every year, they're just like so beautiful and I cry as I read them. (laughs) I'm sure. And, um, yeah, they're, they're incredible. And we're a uh, shameless plug. We're uh, creating a book, um, out of those stories oh and, my gosh. and we'll be, uh, we'll be selling that soon at Annunciation. So that's awesome. Well, yep. and it's easy to see the ability to come up with a program like this makes it easy to see how you could come up with Denver Urban XC and, um, it's just super inspiring. So always wrap these up. I call them the fab four. Uh, the first one is what's something you will listen to read or watch today. Yeah. Um, so right now I'm, I'm reading a book called, uh, Bowerman and the men of Oregon, uh, about Bill Bowerman, uh, one of the most legendary track and field and cross country coaches of all time. So you just uh, can't get enough. I love it. Yeah. I've, it's, <laughs> it's, awesome. it's a good time of year good for you, to, to read that. I love the fashion. Yep. So so who is a role model? You've talked to some about your coaches and maybe that's the answer, but mm-hmm. who, who's role model for you in doing this work to make such a difference to so many people? Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, like my coaches for sure, um, are, are part of that coach Bouton, like I said, passed away when I was a junior. And, um, after that, I just like, I, there was just something in me that was like, you've got to like, you've got to do something to like like keep his memory around and keep his legacy alive. And so coaching was part of that. And then like beyond that, he was the kind of guy who bought shoes for kids when they couldn't and like would give kids a ride if they like didn't have a ride. And so he was, he was a huge inspiration for sure. And coach Olson too, just being that servant leader, like he's like 80 now. And now he basically is like teaching college courses to incarcerated men to like try to like, yeah, he's just like, that's inspiring. He's like a saint on earth. And then like in terms of like famous heroes, like, uh, father Greg Boyle is, is a huge hero of mine. Who's just like, he, for those who don't know, he's, uh, he's, he works, um, in South central Los Angeles and has basically created, um, a program called homeboy industries, which is dedicated to getting, um, gang members out of gangs and, and, and giving them jobs. Cause oftentimes they right. can't get jobs because of their records. Right. And, um, he, he pairs them along rival gang members and they work together in harmony. And it's like, he's, he's like one of my heroes just in terms of like what it means to truly like, um, be of service and not just to be like, wow, look at what I'm doing for these people. But like, he's truly someone who just says like, it's important to just walk with people. Like it's, it's not about like, I'm doing this. So like, look at me. It's about like, what, like it's serving others. Yeah. Like you become a better person by walking with others and right. by going to the margins. It's and true. yeah. Um, so he's a huge hero of mine too. And you mentioned Denver urban wax other than those you know, at Denver Urban Lacks and in your organization, is there another organization uh, that you really admire and look up to? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, City Lax is a huge one for sure. Um, just because of all City that they've Lacks, done. My bad. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, yeah, they just do so much. And Ben, who's the director of that program, has been like 
great help for me just cause I don't know what I'm doing half the time. And, and I have to ask like, okay, what are like the first steps? What right. do I got to do? So he's like walked me through that and he's been really great. Um, and just the work that they do is incredible. Um, man, I'm trying to think of some, there's so many out there that yeah. are incredible. Like some of the ones I've been listening to the other, uh, ones on, nice. on, on your podcast and those yeah, are incredible too. Like listening to there. Brooke Greasy, like yeah. that was incredible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd say those are two right off the bat and awesome. I'm sure there's a ton of others I'm forgetting about. So if anybody wants to support, volunteer, find out more about Denver Urban XC, what do they do? Yeah, if, if you want to reach out to us, uh, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook, uh, Denver Urban XC, um, just, just how it sounds. Um, yeah, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook. We're in the process of creating our own website and stuff. Um, so you can be on the lookout for that too. And yeah, you can just shoot me a message on there and um, I can get in contact with you. And yeah, we're always looking for volunteers, especially if we want to make this thing grow. It's going to yep. be tough for me to just be out on an island doing it alone. Right. So uh, yeah, looking for any volunteers and then financial support is obviously always well, love appreciated. Love the passion, love the devotion, love the service attitude. Uh, this is one of those, for me, one of those faith affirming moments that the future is bright. So keep up the great work and Thanks, we'll be rooting for you. Well, thank you. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by JC Charity and Event Services. If you're interested in how I might be able to bolster your efforts and help your team achieve its goals, I'd love to have a conversation with you. You can find me at makingourworldbetter.com. To learn more about Denver Urban XC, search Denver Urban XC on Facebook or Instagram. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd be grateful if you would subscribe and leave us a review. Until next time, I hope you're inspired to find a way to make our world better.